Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers, your number one emotional healing coach. I just want to thank you all for joining me for another episode of Emotional Healing. We all have had to heal from something, right? We all are trying to work on something right. And we all know that we can get better in something. So as I tell you guys on every show, this show is not to bash anyone. But once we hear and see and put to action the things that we know that can better our lives, better our relationships, and better our opportunities, then we'll be filled with joy, right? Instead of so much depression, instead of so much pity, instead of so much anger, instead of so much bitterness, right? So this is why I'm doing this show. So we all can emotionally heal together. I am also on my healing journey. So I don't judge or bash people, but I try to give you guys the toli- the, the knowledge and the tools that God has given me and also through my own life experiences so we can all become better, right? So we can restore relationships, so we can restore our faith in God so we can do better things, right? Heal from what we have been through and know that that is not us, right? That we can be better people. So today's show will be about healing insecurities. How many of you all will admit that you have insecurities? I know a lot of people won't admit it out loud, right? But we all have struggled in the area of insecurities, right? So I'll be speaking on what is insecurity, first And then the number one insecurity so many people have dealt with, especially with social media and just, you know, different treatments from different people. So I'll be speaking on the number one insecurity is a lot of people deal with and how we can work through healing that insecurity because a lot of people deal with it. Right. I also will be speaking on those saints of olds. Right. That's in the Bible that had dealt with many insecurities. Right. But it took God to understand their heart and understand their fear to tell them to keep going right to send people in their path to let them know that they can heal and that they can do great things that they can bring better experiences in their life that they that that all the abuse and different things that happened to them was not going to be the end of their story. And if we want to admit it or not, sometimes God has to do that to us, right? Send different people across our path or with his word to let us know that we can be better people because God is all about love, changing for the better, right? And being a helping hand to others. So I will be speaking on this is why we need God in our emotional healing. I tell everyone that because you can heal and there's other tools out there to that can help you heal, but to keep your healing right, to keep the word of God in your mind and in your heart right, you will need to keep God first in every area of your life, especially with emotional healing, because God gives you a different point of view of things you have been through, of things you have done, right? And letting you know that he is merciful, he is kind, he is quick to forgive. Once you realize you have made a mistake or you have done something wrong, right? And you want to change for the better. People may not forgive you, but God will always forgive you and always have a better plan for your life, no matter what mistakes you have made, no matter what 
things you have been through, right? But you have to believe. And the only how you're going to believe is, right, is by hearing the word of God, by reading the word of God, by being around those positive people or those overcomers or those people who are healing themselves. So this is why I'm doing this emotional healing podcast. So we can all heal together. Once we heal together, right, we can draw in better relationships. We can restore relationships. We can draw in better opportunities in our life. And now we have the wisdom, the tools to teach to our next generation, right? As we grow older, right, we know that the children are our future. So we got to help them, right, to be better people on this earth. So after this commercial break, I will be going into overcoming insecurities, letting you guys know what is insecurities, what people struggle with, right? And how can we heal those insecurities? And for you not to feel bad, right? Because even some of the great powerful saints of old in the Bible, right, struggle with insecurities as well, but they stay close to God you know, or God sent people to them when they were struggling in their faith or thinking that they couldn't do some certain things, heal or get over certain things or move forward. God sent people out, right? Because he knows your heart and he see that you, you struggle and sometimes you need help, especially when you're praying to God, especially when you believe in God, he is for you. So stay tuned after this commercial break. This show should be good. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. This is your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, your number one emotional healing coach. So before the commercial break, I told you guys that I was going to be speaking on what is insecurity, right? And what causes us to doubt ourselves or get into those emotions of insecurity and the number one insecurity or emotion that causes our insecurities, right? That we all have had to deal with at one point in time or another. But as you learn to heal and overcome your insecurities and work through your insecurities, right? It'll make us feel better about ourselves. We're able to complement and uh, um, compromise with other people in relationships and communities and careers, right? And also, I will give you guys the tips on how to overcome and work on healing insecurities. We all deal with insecurities at one point of time 
or another in our life. So don't feel bad, right? Just know it's something that you have to work on so you can bring better experiences in your life and sometimes keep healthy and meaningful relationships and careers, right? Because we all know that we can mess up certain things that God has given to us to be a blessing to us by by letting our insecurities get into us and react in the wrong way, right? Speaking the wrong way, carrying ourselves the wrong way because our insecurities are acting up. It's something that we haven't dealt with. So we got to get it out, right? And find out what can we work on little by little so we can bring those better experiences in our life and keep meaningful relationships in our life. So first, I'm going to speak on what is insecurity, right? Insecurity is an uncertainty or anxiety about oneself or lack of confidence, right? We all have dealt with having to build our confidence at one point in time or another. No one is born confident, feeling worthy, right? Or, or believing in themselves, right? That's something that has to grow over time. If you're not being told that, you have to learn that for yourself. Now, emotional insecurity is also a feeling of general uneasiness or nervousness, right? Something that triggers oneself to be vulnerable or feel inferior in some way. It can be what another person, it can be um, an environment, it can be anything that makes us feel vulnerable or we're inferior or something that threatens what our self-image or our ego. We do know so many people take pride in different things in their life, right? We all have to have a sense of pride of something, right? But we don't supposed to let pride overtake us, right? To think that we are better than other people. We're supposed to be thankful for the gifts and talents that God has given us or the family or the people that he put in our life. But we don't supposed to think that we're better than somebody, right? And sometimes that we put out a, a, a image that we're, we're a certain way when we're really struggling in a different way. And if something that threatens that self image, or you see somebody that is better than you, or you think somebody is better than you, right? That can, aggravate your um, emotional insecurity. So we want to heal that. The number one emotional insecurity that so many people deal with, and I have dealt with it before in the past too, but thank God, right? I'm overcoming my insecurities. I'm one who can tell the truth, right? The number one insecurities that so many deal with people deal with is jealousy, right? Jealousy can come in all forms. It can come in your relationship, right? Comparing your relationship to other people's relationships, right? Or comparing yourself to your partner. Partner, right? Somebody might be more gifted, talented, or lovable, and you feel that you're not. So now you want to be jealous of this person or the next person relationship. Jealousy can definitely come from a form of social media, right? So many people on social media put out nothing but the good and not the bad or, or their struggles. I am one person who is different, right? I can be able to be truthful and say what I struggle with, right? What I overcame, the good and the bad, but everyone is not like me, right? So you have to realize everybody don't have your heart, right? And so many people want to put up a fake, fake image. And then when we see them falling apart, nobody seen that coming, right? Because they didn't come truthful and say, or ask for help or, or try to connect with people who struggle or who can help them, right? So this is why I am here. Jealousy can come in the form of social media. So like I said, so many people put out nothing but the good and all the things that 
they, they got. And we know money is not everything. Being healthy, being in a healthy relationship, being able to connect with different people, that's what's everything, right? That you can compromise, that you can find love, that you can find support when you need it, right? That you can find people who understand that life is not easy, right? But we just have to keep going. But like I said, there's some people who are truthful out there and people can get mad or insecure about they're not where that person is, right? Comparing their life journey, comparing how they think, how they do things, right? And jealousy can come from that. Jealousy can come from all forms of social media and your emotions. So you got to work on your jealousy, right? Um, also jealousy can come in a way of you're irritated with the way somebody act, right? Maybe they act different. Maybe they speak different. Maybe they do things different, right? And you may feel inadequate or thinking you can't do it like them, or you may think that you're better than them, right? So you looking at them some type of way, but it's something about that person that you like, that you're drawn to them because that's what jealousy stems from, right? First off, it starts as admiration. Then it becomes hate, anger, envy, and turns into jealousy, right? So some people don't know how to just compliment other people for their growth, for who they are and their talents. I'm not saying that we have to make these people our God or put them on a pedestal or an idol. The only person we make this God is Jesus, right? Our creator. But it's nothing wrong with giving props where props is due. If you like something in somebody that you may not have, because you may have something that they don't have, right? Just look at your own gifts, talents, and ability. But it's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I admire you. I like what you're doing. Keep going. Or, oh, I love that, right? Giving somebody a compliment. Because sometimes people get jealous because they want to compete and compare. And that's not where we're supposed to be at. Everybody got their own life, their own journey, their own things that they're working on. So once you work through your jealousy and realize what is causing this jealousy of this person, or this event or this corporation or this community in my life. You got to work through your jealousy insecurities and realize that comparison just steals your joy, right? And it doesn't bring good results, especially a feeling of jealousy because nobody wants to be around somebody that is envious and hateful and can't compliment them, right? Especially if you know you work on your ways and realize that everybody is different. Some people have bigger or smaller lives and you try to be nice and you try to be um, compromising and you don't mind supporting and helping other people, but you don't want nobody in your path that anything you do, anything that you say, they're mad or they're finding something to wrong with it, right? Or they're side-eyeing you. That's not people who feeling right. They're going to get away from you as soon as they can. And you don't want to lose that person that may could have been a blessing to you, right? That God put in your path to be a blessing to you. But because of your insecurities that you haven't worked on with comparison, with with your not having to know how to deal with your admiration and the things that you don't have that somebody else may get right. It can cause a lot of damage. It can cause you to lose good people, good opportunities, good careers, right? You have to learn to accept yourself and work through your, your emotions.
emotions of jealousy, envy, and different things like that, right? It's nothing wrong with admiring people. It's nothing wrong with complimenting people. But to turn it to envy and hate and deceit and jealousy, that's only holding you back and you can lose valuable things like that. So we got to work on the jealousy thing, right? And the comparison of our lives, our gifts, our talents, our kids, our communities, right? Wherever you at, you are supposed to be at and you can grow and learn and get better in God's timing, right? And have what he wants for you, not what somebody else have, right? Because if God wanted that for you, he would give it to you in his timing or what they have or whatever talent they have, he would give to you in his timing. Another thing um, that can cause insecurities and feelings of uneasiness, right, is an upcoming event, an upcoming trip that you are nervous about that you might not think that you're good enough for, right, or who you may meet or who you may run into. So that's another thing that causes insecurity, anxiety, and and just different things of that nature. So what we want to do is work through our our anxiety and insecurity. So how do we work through that, right? Because we do know insecurity comes from a lack of self-esteem. We want to work on our own self-talk, how we think about ourselves. We want to worry worry about and work on speaking kind things about ourselves. What do we like about ourselves, our own self? Stick into our own lane, right? Things that God has called us to do, what we have to do, paying attention to what we have to do in our daily lives and our families and the things that we have that is good that helps other people, right? So you have to practice self-care. That's one thing that eliminates jealousy. That's one thing that helps you with your insecurities, the way you talk to yourself when negative thoughts come up. Like I'm saying, it is hard to challenge yourself to not feel negative because things negativity is easy to come in your mind, right? When a negative thought come up or self-doubt come up, you have to realize that this thought doesn't make, make me value this thought. This thought is not doing good to me, right? So let me think on something good I can do. Let me get out or let me walk around. Let me think about something else, right? Another thing that you can do um, to heal your insecurity is set goals and start achieving your goals, right? Whether it's a small goal or not, I want to lose five pounds, start eating healthy, exercising. You'll feel so much better about yourself, right? Setting goals and, and accomplishing them, not the biggest goal, because we know big goals take a lot of times. But if you set a small goal and you work toward it, you'll feel so much better about yourself. Uh, healing your insecurity comes with setting goals and working on yourself, right? Trauma, that's another thing, right? This is why I'm doing this emotional uh, healing. A lot of trauma causes insecurities from families, from friends, from past experiences, right? So we have to work through our trauma, right? We have to learn to remove ourselves from negative situations, things that disturb our peace, things that we know that we can't handle, right? And we have to practice coping mechanism. What helps you cope with things that was done unfair to you? What helps you cope in your life, right? Not drugs and alcohol, and I'm not judging nobody if that's what you go to, but we do know drugs and alcohol do not last. Your problems still will be there. Your insecurities will still be there if you do not find a better and healthier way to cope. One way you can cope is what, right? By meditating, writing things down, 
exercising, getting out and enjoying yourself, right? Going to a play, going to a movie, talking with a trusted person, a friend, a therapist, a life coach like myself, or um, joining a support group, just talking about people who understand that people who are going to be honest and open and real with you to let you know that they deal with certain things too. They've been through different things too, because trauma triggers our insecurity, but we have to learn how to heal those insecurities. So you have to find someone trusted that you can talk to or join a support group. Or like I said, get into therapy or a life coach, somebody that wants to see you better and wants to see you grow and somebody who will listen to you. Right, and be understanding of where you're at, where you came from, and what you have dealt with in your life. So, those just are a few tips on what we can do to heal our insecurities and to get over the feeling of jealousy. So, after this commercial break, I will be telling you about the saints of old, the great saints of old that struggle with insecurities, right? That God had to divinely intervene. Some people they were just because they was close to God, right? And they knew God, but some people didn't know God at all, right? But God in his mercy and his compassion, he seen past all of their insecurities and looked into their heart and seen that they wanted deliverance, that they wanted healing. They just didn't know about about going by it, right? So like I said, God will send people in your path or God will come himself, right? Or the word of God can change you and heal you if you are open-minded to receiving it so you can get on your healing journey. So say to after this commercial break. Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with Evangelist Walisa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Sonoris, your number one emotional healing coach. 
I hope you guys are enjoying this show thus far on healing our insecurities. Like I said, I'm not bashing anyone because we all have dealt with insecurities at one point in time and another in our life. Some of us are still dealing with insecurities. We just have to work through them, right? So we can have our spiritual eyes open up, right? So we can see the blessing in everything that we have been through and every and be grateful for everything that God has already given us, right? And that way we can heal our relationships, right? We can heal our opportunities. We can draw in better opportunities and experiences. Once we start learning to be compromising, understanding people, right? Compassionate people, being able to give people their props when props is due, being able to hold people accountable, including ourselves, right? Because that's what insecurities come from, right? We're not holding ourselves accountable. We're not checking ourselves and saying, why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking this way? Now, people do rub you the wrong way. Some people do do harsh things towards you, right? But we want to overturn evil with good. Those are the people of God, right? And if you're just learning of God or you're coming into the kingdom of God and you want to experience life from a better way and bring in positive experiences, God lets us know in our, in his word, right? He is all about love. And so when people do evil to you, you pray for them. Even if you have to distance yourself, I'm not saying don't have boundaries. I'm not saying let people run all over you and treat you some type of way. But like I said, you can lose valuable people with not dealing with your insecurities. And those of us we who know God right and know that we we reap what we sow right, we don't return evil for evil, right? We overturn evil with good. We may not like our experiences. We may get angry at what has happened to us or who has done us wrong, right? But we're not wishing bad on them. We're praying that God heals them and that God deliver us from evil attacks, especially when we didn't already um, went within, right, and checked our ways and checked ourselves and checked our heart to see that we try to do good for others, that we try to be compromising, that we try to be loving, that we try to understand other people. Now, once you work on that, God will move on your behalf, right? He knows how to tell people they have done you wrong. He knows how to let people know that um, their actions was wrong towards somebody who was pure toward them. So we don't want to think on ways or how we're going to get people back. Retaliation never ends up working in our favor, right? Because whatever you send out to somebody else, it has to come back to you, right? So you have to learn to trust God and overturn evil with good, whether you have to walk away from a relationship or stay within a relationship. Just learning to be compromising and understanding of another person's mindset and where they are at. And if they're not in a healthy space or a good space, right? You just pray that God heal them too. But you want to protect your peace and remove yourself from negative outcomes, arguments all the time, disagreements, drama, because that don't make you feel good in your spirit. It triggers your insecurities, right? And it causes a many setbacks in your life. So with that being said, I just want to talk about the great saints of old in the Bible that God 
um, had to heal from their insecurities is so many people, right? I'm just going to give an example of a few of them. And I know I always talk about David, Job, but in this passage, I want to speak on the woman at the well, right? She was a Samaritan woman. Her ancestor was Jacob, right? We all know Jacob, the deceiver, right? That stole his brother's birthright, right? And won the favor of God from tricking his brother out of his birthright and just had all these good things happened to him, right? But at the right time, God stepped in his situation to correct him and let him know that he was wrong and his mom was wrong for plotting on his brother to steal the birthright, even though God did still favor him, right? But God also changed him. So Jacob was the ancestor of the Samaritan woman that was at the well. Now, we don't know what went on through her family line, right? After Jacob left, but she was a woman who was kind of like a prostitute, right? She slept around. So this is how good God is. It don't matter what you have done in your past, right? When God comes into your life, he changes everything, including you. And he walks you step by step into where you need to be to heal, to overcome. But this Samaritan woman, now she was one who didn't even call on God. All she knew was Jacob, her ancestor, was special to God and he built a well for them to drink water from, right? So in comes Jesus. When Jesus walked the earth, right, that had to be amazing to see Jesus in person, right? Not only through the Holy Spirit, but in person. She saw Jesus, right? So she was going to the well her ancestor Jacob went to to get some water. But Jesus knew of her story, right? Knew that Jacob was his chosen one, right? And he had to have promised Jacob that he was blessed his uh, seeds right down the line, his third and fourth generations. We do know Jesus promises that, right? God promises that if you follow the good Lord, right? That if you believe in the Lord, that he will bless your generation to the third and fourth generations generation. So this lady did not know that she was lost, right? All she knew was about Jacob, her ancestor that had the favor of God. Jesus is sitting at the well. She's going to get some water. Jesus asked her to get me a drink of water. Now she knew that Jesus, she didn't know he was God, but she did know that he was someone special, right? Because Jesus was born through the Jewish nation, right? And she knew that the Jews, what, looked down on him. This is what I'm talking about when you're dealing with insecurities. It can cause pride and your ego can be high. So she just knew that the Jews looked down on them and thought they was better than them and that they couldn't be around them at certain times because this was a high regard family, right? But God came to change her understanding. He said, give me a drink of water. And the woman said, sir... If I can't give you this drink of water, you are a Jew. The Jew has nothing to do with us, right? So Jesus answered... Um, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give to them will never thirst and uh, thirst again. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So the lady thinking, the Samaritan lady thinking that the water that Jesus was asking for was the water at the well, but the water God was giving her was the word of God. That's why I said you need to add God in your emotional healing because God was promising her the water that 
that I give is the word of God, right? And it's true, correct. And it, it's sharper than a double-edged sword, right? It reaches to the highest mountain. It it flows through a Lord's valley and it keeps you to eternal life, right? Your spirit will not only be saved and blessed here on earth, it will be saved and blessed to eternal life. We do know that heaven and hell is real, right? So once you accept Jesus, right? Once you accept the word of God in your life, once you add God in your life and develop a relationship with him, you know, blessings are chasing you from now into eternity, right? So this is what God was letting her know. The water that I'm going to give you is the word of God. I'm going to save your soul from going to hell because Jesus, uh, also told the woman, um, go and get your husband. Um, Jesus told her that him being God in the flesh, I already know, um, who she is, right? He said, go get your husband and come back. He already know that she asleep around. She doing all different type of things, right? Um, that she think nobody knows of, but the people she's sleeping and uh, sleeping around with, but God know everything, right? Seen un and unseen, right? So she tells him, I have no husband. Jesus said, you are right. When you say you have no husband, the fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband she was so shocked like what sir I can't believe are you the prophet that everybody was talking about so this is how she believed Jesus right so she ran to go tell everybody about Jesus when Jesus saved you right when Jesus come in your life if you lived the unholy life right an unclean life you was very negative bitter and angry people will see the change of God that he had created in your life right they will see you being more kinder more nicer having uh, goals about yourself, respect about yourself, morals and values. And that does take time, right? But God came to her um, in the nick of time because he seen that her eternal soul was going to hell. She was dealing with insecurities. She had been used as a sex slave, sleeping with any and everybody, right? So Jesus had to let her know that he knew her story, but he still chose her just like he tells us. I know your story, no matter what you have done, if you're ready for the power of God to work in your life, right? If you're ready to change your ways, right? I will give you the knowledge. I will give you the word of God that will help you, that will heal you, that will defend you, that will bless you, and that will favor you all the days of your life. Now, she's just one lady that God ended up saving, right? Because he told her, I know your story. He had to heal her insecurities. Well, that a doubt she believed that God was her healer and that he had came. Another person in the Bible, Elijah, right? The great prophet. He thought he was the only prophet of God left. We know he killed 450 false prophets, right? That was just prophesying in the name of the Lord just to for a selfish gain, right? To get money, to get sexual favors, to get just different things to go in their way. They weren't really caring about people's souls, minds, and, and them overcoming difficulties. They were really working for Satan and in, in private, right? But Elijah knew this because God gave him the wisdom. So Elijah called fire from hell and killed these prophets, right? But when he got to the ringleader, I was speaking on this the other day, the ringleader was a woman scorned. She was Jezebel, right? Jezebel was all about money, control, power. She claimed she was a prophet of God, but she wasn't a prophet of God. And she used other men and stuff to help 
feed her needs or just want the financial gain. She didn't look at the spiritual thing, right? So when she threatened Elijah, which was a great prophet of God that killed and put to shame false prophets, when she came across Elijah, she threatened to kill him and, and swore on her life, right? He dealt with insecurity just off of running into this woman scorn. So he ran and hid under a tree. He told God to take his life. He was, he ended up dealing with low self-esteem because he really believed believe that this lady was that powerful. Now, if he killed her troops, what make you think that God can't deliver you from her? But he didn't believe that, right? So God in his mercy and grace had to send an angel to him to tell him, why don't you get up and eat and sleep? You will be okay tomorrow. Maybe you went through a traumatic event. Maybe she did scare you, right? Because we do deal with fears and insecurities and how people will look at us, right? When we change for the good, if we were running on the bad side, right? Because everybody who's still walking in the bad side or not doing things good ways, right? They will judge you. They will confront you. We know this with Paul. When he was killing Christians, he had fans, right? That didn't like Christians. But as soon as he turned over to God, right? And God blinded him and told him, now you're going to be used for my kingdom. So many people went against him, right? Even the people of God didn't believe him because he was killing them at first, right? And the people who he was killing them with, they was mad at him, right? Because he changed his ways. He changed his heart of love. That's another person, Moses, of all people, right? God's chosen one. He argued with God and told God, please send someone else. I can't do this. This is not my calling, right? How many times we argue with God or think that we can't do certain things or healing is too hard, right? Emotional healing is too hard. I would rather stay the same than to grow and to prosper because healing makes you uncomfortable. When God calls you to do something difficult that you can't do in your own strength and you know that you're going to need the good Lord Jesus to help you through it, right? It can make you waver in your faith. Like, God, I don't want to do this, right? Moses, he understand where you at. He told God, send someone else. But God had to keep encouraging him. God had to keep telling him. And God even gave him a partner, right? Aaron, to go with him to speak on his behalf because Moses, what, he stuttered. He didn't think he was attractive enough. He had already he murdered somebody in his past, right? He like, they gonna try to kill me. They gonna do this. Nobody is gonna believe me. He had every excuse in the world, but God still called him and God is doing the same with us, right? As we start to emotionally heal, as we start to increase our faith in God, as we started to believe God for better things and our family restoration, right? To break generational curses off our life and off our family, right? It's gonna be difficult. You're gonna face many attacks. You're gonna probably be the weapon formed against yourself in some points, right? I dealt with that myself, right? What I can and can't do. We all go through those different insecure moments, but God is pressing on you and telling you you can do it. So if God has put you across this path of emotionally healing or telling you that you can do something in your life, it is not going to be easy. Anything worth having is going to be difficult, right? But you gain the victory. You be super grateful once you overcome it all and come out on the other side to see, man, I went through all of that, God, only to be blessed, to feel better. We all go through those different emotions. So if the people of God in the Bible went through this, and these were some of God's chosen people, or a woman who was a prostitute and used as a sex slave that God had mercy on her and felt bad for her and just wanted to see her life change and wanted to save her soul from going to hell, God is the same God. Yes, 
yesterday, today, and forever. He wants the same for all of us. It's just like what we believe God will we continue to work on our ways even when it's hard even when we go through attacks right even when we have to lose people any even when we're jealous of other people blessings right to work through our insecurities to believe that God has put something good in us and that we can be compromised and we can be loving we can have a change of heart right we don't always have to be selfish we don't always have to be negative right so we can bring in blessings so God can heal our land so that is the end of my show for today. I hope you guys were blessed by this show. Until the next show, I will talk to you later. And don't forget to shop my website, keepmedifferent.com. I am a life coach. I have an emotional healing course on there. And I also have furniture and clothing and shoes that you can purchase if you want to. God bless. So the song says... Mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, because yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all says, and bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe. Yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do.